Are you ready then? Yes. Well then, welcome to another episode of Driving to the Race with your favorite hosts, Larry and Inelia. Beavers and BBs. Hey, BBs. So, what we can talk about today, honey? We're going to talk about sun gazing. Sun gazing, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strange about that. Why? Well, every every night when I will be fishing, yeah, I drive my boat into sort of sunshine. into the sun and yeah. sun gaze for like 15, 20 minutes, and I would get so filled with something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Let's call it life force, something, energy, chi. It felt more than a sunburn. <laughs> more than a sunburn. Well, it wasn't even sunburn, you know? No, it's not sunburn. It was just like so much something. It was like... Chi. Chi, life. yeah. Life, yeah. It was an interesting experience. Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah. Till you get too much. Right. But just to be clear, this, this um, newsletter and this podcast is not about instructions about sun, ba- sun gazing, although we could give a little bit of instruction. I would suggest that if you're interested to research it and do it properly because you can actually damage your eyes or get bad sunburn if you do it wrong. So okay. it's not like, oh, yeah, I'll go in, you know, midday and look at the sun. It's not like that at all. So research it. Yeah. Okay, I did. Then. I researched it. I did too. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. And I tested it out. And I tested it out, but I didn't wait till I didn't follow the directions, of course. Oh no. Did you hurt yourself? No. How how did you not follow the directions? Well, I couldn't get up that early. <laughs> you can do sun <laughs> sunset too. Yeah, so I just did sunset and uh, yeah, me too. the problem with sunset for me was that I would get kind of energized. And you couldn't sleep. Yeah, but it's a little hard to sleep and I needed to cook food and feed the guys, but I'd be like totally satiated. Yeah, you couldn't eat. I wasn't super hungry, mm. but I had to remember that they're hungry, so Yes, that happens. Yeah. Shall we read a little bit of that? Yeah, let's read, read what you've written. Let's read a little bit then, maybe. Okay, the sun and sun gazing. Okay, I'm trying to keep these articles short, but this one is a bit longer. Some of them are longer, actually, <laughs> than mm-hmm. this one even. So I hope you will stick it out and read to the end. It's worth it. Several years ago, I shared my experience of sun gazing Since then, I have received hundreds of messages and emails from individuals who are interested in the subject. Discussions about it have grown in walkwithmenow.com. Mostly people are interested in the bit that happened several months into my sun guessing experiment, which was the day that I received the information, the knowing that if I wanted, I didn't have to eat food ever again, and I would be perfectly fine. The main question I got, funnily enough, was about how sun gazing worked to allow the person to stop eating without any negative effects. In other words, die. (laughs) What were the mechanics behind it? Yeah, it is strange because we get images, right? Mm -hmm. Images of people in Africa where there's so much sun and they're starving to death. Oh, right, yes. There must be process to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not just the sun. No, no. My answer was that the person had to sun gaze. And if their higher self decided it was the best path, the links would be made within their body and they would get the same message. 
This is true, but it doesn't explain the mechanics behind it. The same message as in you don't have to eat anymore. Right. Years passed and I saw documentaries and articles where some gazing masters who said they didn't have to eat were found on film eating fast food at local cuisine, or local cuisine. Some of these masters were then filmed trying to bribe the filmmaker into uh-huh. deleting the photos and videos. Eat the sun? Oops. What? I think so, yes. Yeah, I remember watching that one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, oops, interesting show. Hmm? Yeah, oops. Oops. Right oops. Yeah, on the newsletter. Oops. oops. They got caught. They got caught. And bribing. And bribing. What really surprised me was not the second part, the bribery, because the first part, the part where they're seen eating, to me was irrelevant. Just because you don't have to eat anymore doesn't mean you don't want to or won't do it. And I remember he said he loved it. He loved yeah. that buffet. Then in August 2022, that was last year, the conversation started again at Walk With Me Now. Some members started their sun-gazing journey and they were asking details such as whether it was best to stand on dirt or grass while doing this. Stuff like that. And of course, the mechanics behind the no food needed thing. Yeah, because it is, you know, extraordinary claims, but there's plenty of reports of it. Yeah. Totally. And there are plenty of experiments where they had them like ensconced off in a, ho- a, ho- a hospital room, right? Mm-hmm. For 30 days or better and no food. They were fine. They were fine. Yeah. yeah. As I started looking at it again, after all these years, I remembered a bit of information that actually does explain part of the mechanics behind how sun gazing provides everything our body needs in order to flourish. It explains why some people get massive results while others do not. Mm. Another interesting bit about this information is that only a handful of people read my read my post on the Walk With Me Now forum, Mm. (laughs) which is very strange indeed. What that tells me is that this is key empowerment information and that not many people are ready for it. So it'd be interesting to see how many people... Are ready for it now? Yes, and read this article all the way down to the bottom. The part where that details come in? Yes, and you're going to have a test at the end. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to find out what I saw? Yes. Okay. Keep reading. This is what I wrote back in August 2022. One of the really fascinating aspects of the sun is that it is a different experience for each person. Not just in the aspect of sun gazing, but generally speaking, the sun is experienced differently by individuals. I think this is a big aspect of the results people get with sun gazing. For example, when I did the experiment, a friend decided to do it too at the same time. She wasn't getting any results, at least not the results I was getting. Then one day, I decided to take a break from it. She asked me why. I told her that I was saturated, that the sun was so filled with information that I couldn't take any more of it in, that I would integrate the information for a few days. Then, when I felt I could take some more, I would continue with the experiment. She gasped. That's what I felt too, saturated. Yeah, saturated. Saturated, just full of it. Yeah. Full of it. Like you can't take anymore. You just can't take anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I asked her, what's the matter? She then laughed and said, I think I just realized why I'm not getting the same results as you are. I've spent every single day talking to the sun and telling the sun everything. All my problems, my issues, experiences and such. 
In other words, <laughs> not for a moment did I allow myself to receive information. Just give it. Oh, giving it? Yes. Are you kidding me? No. That's hmm. what she said. That's strange. I would Isn't never think that? of that. Yeah, I know. Hmm. It's like, uh. <laughs> It was a super interesting perspective. So the next time I looked at the sign, I decided to send information to it instead of receiving it. And sure enough, there was a deep sense of separation in that dynamic, like externalizing authority. Hmm. I felt into my natural stance as I did the sun gaze, and it was very different. It was like the sun and I became one, and my body needed to adapt to be able to cope with the new energies, power, and chi. Which was why it took me so long to get to 10 minutes of sun gazing. My personal initial intent was connected to healing the pineal and pituitary glands, cleansing the body, and healing damage to the rest of the body. I don't remember what my friend's initial intent was. I, to summarize the why and how you do this is going to dictate your thoughts. Right. So if you do, if you do, his, I remember doing it like, um, when I was fishing, I had nothing to do with sun gazing, you know, it was just mm-hmm. driving into the sun and I you was literally sun gazing. <laughs> <clears throat> I would feel saturated and I would like put, Stuff to cover up the window to stop the sun <laughs> coming in, you know. <laughs> and That's then, so uh, funny. and then as, uh, as I started doing pituitary things, mm-hmm. tried to decalcify, activate third eyes, things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and understood and thought of the sun as information. Mm-hmm. When I would feel saturated, instead of stopping it, I would go into it, do you know what I mean? Yes. And allow yeah. Allow it to do whatever its job was. Yeah. And that was kind of, I think, the way I was saying it's like, okay, it's working. <laughs> yeah. You know. FYI, at the end of the experiment, I decided to continue eating food as eating food was more than just for physical nourishment. Yeah. Eating food connected me with Gaia and my family and my friends. And yeah. sun connects somewhere else, right? The what? Sun connects differently. Yes. Not Gaia. Mm-hmm. If you read to the end of this article, and here's your test, I want you to do two things. One is to go to my Instagram channel and write, I read the sun and sun gazing article to the end. <laughs> On Instagram? Okay. Yeah, so Telegram or, yeah, you can do Instagram too. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Instagram. I said Telegram, yeah. Okay. And the second thing is for you to share this article with everyone you know and all your groups and our circles. This information can change the core perception of who and what we are. That's the article. Hmm. Um, so I've, yeah, there's, a, there's been a, one of the things that I found fascinating, uh, was again in one of these, um, I think, I don't remember if it was an article or one of these documentaries. They talked about a series uh, of people, uh, like a group of people that I can't remember what country they were from, but they had this knowledge and they had decided that it wasn't a knowledge that should be shared. So they kept it to themselves, but they were a group of people, a nation or whatever it was that didn't actually need to eat. Right. Hmm. 
And like you said, it's like the sun and Gaia are different. So eating food, like I said, it connected me with Gaia. I can describe the actual moment like I remember it, like it was yesterday. And at that moment, I was standing in my yard in Sacramento and I was looking at the sun uh, in the evening. I only, I only did sunsets, actually. I didn't oh. do sunrises because, again, I couldn't get up that early. <laughs> Plus the sunrise, this is the problem. I had to get up early and then I had to drive about 20 minutes to get to a place in the neighborhood where I could see the sun rising. Mm-hmm. And organizing that was impossible. The sunset I could watch from my yard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it was like six months of yard <laughs> sunsets. Anyways, um, I felt that energy of this is it. You don't have to ingest food anymore. Uh, you can do this instead. And um, when I looked at it, a couple of things went through my mind. One of them was, well, that's very handy. That's awesome. Yeah, I would like that very much. And then I got a message, I suppose, from my physical body. And my physical body said two things, or showed me two things. One of them were strawberries and chocolate, like those strawberry chocolate-covered strawberries, right? And chocolates, uh, strawberries and cream. And they showed me sitting down, eating a salad or a steak or something with my family and just giggling and laughing and talking with each other and sharing the food and just eating together. You know, it was such a deep connection. And, um, and I realized in that moment, um, oh yeah, and when I looked at and I followed the energy line from the strawberries, I felt Gaia. I really felt Gaia's presence and connection. So immediately for me, what that meant was if I stopped and I just did this ungazing, I wouldn't have, or it would be a lot harder for me because it's already hard to connect with other people, not just my family, and also to connect with Gaia. So, we like having Sunday dinner, but no dinner. Yes, exactly. So have Sunday dinner, but don't have a dinner. Just people sitting around. I don't know. Looking at the sun. Yeah, and it's actually physical, like the mm-hmm. physical act of putting bits of Gaia inside of your body, right? That is. That connection. I remember when I was doing some, I think it was Qigong, and in it was a lot of meditation. Mm -hmm. And in the meditations, over some period of time, the desire for some foods went away. And even dropping some foods, in this Mm -hmm. case it was meat. Yeah, I went to that too. Separated me from a lot of people. Yes. And uh, it was uncanny, yep. actually, yep. how food acted to separate. Yeah. And yeah. created uh, it created a tension and a 
bounce. Arr, bang, 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 yeah, bang. Yeah. yeah, the sun, sun gazing and then not having food at all. Um, it feels, feels to me a little like soul. Soul versus body, body, right? Soul is energized that way. And it, 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 uh, pretty boss about body, right? Mm -hmm. So if the soul is satisfied energetically, it probably can in some way feed the body. Yeah, I think so. It's a soul feeding the body in a different pathway. Tough to measure, but you can see the results and you would think that, well, geez, if we just, um, substitute because, you know, it goes around nowadays. There's too many people and not enough food. That's not true though. But it goes around nowadays. Does it go around again? Yeah, it goes around nowadays and they think the solution is less people. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but I've been doing that, I think, since forever, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Since there was 20 people in the village instead of 10. Yes. Or five people in the in the group instead of four. There's not enough food for five. We have too many people. <laughs> well, okay, you, I think that's a false history, which we're going to go into in a few weeks. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> but you would think that that would be, if it's a, and it is, provable, demonstrable thing, if you were in a situation where you were hungry, you would just need to Learn to sun gaze. Except it will take you about six months to change your body chemistry or whatever it is to be able to absorb the nourishment from the sun instead of from physical objects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in six months without food, I don't know how well you're going to be. <laughs> Maybe just have it yes. on standby. Well, so I don't like, know if that works. Do- yes, that actually might work. So... If you do the whole process for at least six months to a year, I've heard that the best results are around a year, nine months to a year. That's dedicated. Huh? Yes, it's dedicated every day, man. Um, and if you do actually do the process, then you can reactivate it in the future at any time. Now, I've heard this. I haven't tried it myself. Yeah. So I couldn't really speak to say, yeah, that actually works. And it would be interesting, but... Even now, it's like, I think for me, anyways, food has even become even more interesting to me since we're living together and you're such a good cook. So, <laughs> plus, you, that's how you share love. Yes. That's how you say, I love you, cook for everybody. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. So, then I don't think that's going to work. But I do remember that after that experience, the amount that I was able to eat were like reduced quite a lot and I was able to function extremely well. I'd never lost any weight and I would function really well with just a couple of spoonfuls a day or a tiny little bowl of something, you know, I didn't need more than that. I never even took notice of that until we got together and you started feeding me all day. <laughs> Three times a day. <laughs> yeah, and then I did put a lot of weight on. <laughs> But yeah, so I, su- I suppose if 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 like one of the catastrophes happens and I don't know, say big volcano goes off and foods are scarce for a while, it could happen. What could happen? Food gets scarce for a while. 
If I was hungry, I would look at the sun in the evening. Yeah. In the morning, too, probably, for probably breakfast. in the morning for breakfast, too. <laughs> probably would just sleep through breakfast. Yeah. Sleep through breakfast? Yeah. You don't eat when you're sleeping. Oh. And then when you get up, go hunt for some food in the daytime. And then at sunset, if you didn't catch a lot of food, look at the sun. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. You know, I've often said that if it came to that, if it came that to the situation where in our world we no longer can eat or, you know, it's like we can't survive or there's no food or whatever, so I, I wouldn't want to be staying here. It's like, yeah, don't want to. And when we looked at that, we realized that both of us have created situations in our lives where we are in a location and uh, we have the capacity, the contacts and the knowledge to have a lot of food no matter what happens on earth. Right, even uh, even in the ice age where everywhere was covered with ice, mm-hmm. there's still this area that didn't yeah. have ice. Yeah. Because the ocean. Right. And still had fish. Yeah. Still had whales, still had seals, still had stuff. Yep. And elk. (laughs) And lots and lots of evergreens with lots and lots of bits that you can eat from them. And And forest food. Ocean ocean shore food. Yeah, ocean shore food. Seaweed and all sorts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. And we can eat the sun anyway. Yes. (laughs) We can eat the sun. It was an interesting experience. Data-wise, though, how about for you for data-wise? Oh, the data that came in, yes. So, like I mentioned in the newsletter, my why for doing the sun gazing was to cleanse the, the what's it called? The um, pituitary. Yes. Yeah. And the calcify, the one that calcifies but, is um, the... One of them. One of them. <laughs> They're so good at these I things. I forgot the one. Isn't uh, it Arctic? Pineal, pineal. Yes, the pineal gland. Thank yeah. you, darling. Yes. Decalcify so, pineal gland. Yeah, I was, yes. I was asking Sun for help with that too. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, would that get hot in there. Yes, it would, yeah. No question. And, um, anyway, so, uh, that was the, my main why. And also, to start a healing process for damage that I had done to my body through a motorbike accident when I was 18, particularly brain damage. So, um, and my body as well. And I can honestly say that for the healing of the body part, I didn't get any results as such. I didn't notice anything different. Um, the, the gland decalcification, I actually don't know if that worked. I couldn't tell again any difference, but the food thing, but also the information, um, it felt like watching 10,000 movies at the same time, telling you how the world works how the universe works, what the sun is, what everybody is, what everything is. Like, 
everything at the same time, right? <laughs> That's the That's way the saturation feels. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much to unpack. So much. And, um, and then I also noticed another thing, and this was back in 2000 and, let me think, 2006? No. 2008, I think, and 2009. I think that's when I started doing this. And, we could have been a little bit later, but it was around then. And, that's also when I noticed that the sun was different to when I was a kid. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. I noticed that too. I don't know if you've known that, uh, if you just watch or you look at drawings of pictures of the sun that children made in the 60s and 70s, they're yellow. The sun, sun is, is yellow, yellow, like bright yellow. And I remember many times when I was a little kid, I would look at the sun because I wanted to draw it properly the proper yellow, and my parents would tell me to stop because you don't do that. It hurts your eyes. Yep. And I thought that was really strange because if it would hurt my eyes, my body would tell me, right? You would think so. You would think so. Anyways, it was yellow. You look at the sun, and the sun was yellow. Not a light yellow, a bright, like, really, really yellow yellow. And... Nowadays, or even then, I started noticing that the sun was slightly less yellow, like quite a bit actually. <laughs> it was only slightly yellow now. It wasn't like deep yellow like it was when I was a kid. It was slightly yellow. And then as the months progressed and the years progressed, I noticed that it went completely and absolutely pure white. Bright bright, pure white. Now, the sun, of course, was telling us what was going on. And I felt it like it's a period of time and space where we're going through and, well, there is no space, but <laughs> that's another conversation we can have at another time. Um, like what the function or the nature of the sun in our lives was had changed and of course we were moving into and we are now in the middle of a split of reality of experience of what we people want to experience here in the physical universe and i think that that was all contained you know all that was contained in that information it was all part of it um and where else are you going to get it except from the sun? And also the other thing that later on, you know, can became fascinated with the sun, even though I'm actually allergic to the sun. <laughs> I go out for too long and I get a rash, you know. Um, one of the things that I was looking at was, what is the sun? What is the nature of the sun? And I remember this was years later, we did a meditation to go, into the sun, the heart, the heart of the sun. Mm -hmm. And I would do this exercise with people for years before. And every single time, with very few exceptions, the person would tell me, oh, the inside the sun is black and it's not hot. And it's like really big. And it's like, there's something here. Right? And we looked at it 
And every time it was like, oh my God, this is a portal. The sun is a portal. It can go to other places, to other suns. The suns are just hubs, like portals. And then that information started coming in from other people too. Um, you can find it. Lots of people are talking about it now. And um, so that was interesting. And that was part of it. And it was almost like when people were doing the exercise to get closer to the sun and then going to the sun, they didn't, the, like the, the energy of I'm going to get burnt was a, a fear that they'd learned. But as they went through the process, they didn't get burnt. They didn't feel like the heat. Like, like you a would, fire. Like a fire. Exactly. They didn't feel the fire heat. It was something else. It was energy. It's pure energy. And when I went to look at it and said, I did the truth in exercise on it and said, um, well, is the sun a ball of something that's burning up? Is it burning up? Combustion energy. No, I got to no, know. No. It wasn't. Right. It's like, well, what is it? And all I could get was pure life force, pure energy. Something that is closer, not exact, but closer to what we're looking at when we look at the sun. Mm. What do you think about that? Like, that's pretty interesting. What did you get? I cannot remember. Mm. No, but I, I, I vaguely remember inside it not being burning, not being hot and being quite surprised by that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I also was raised with the idea that it's a big fiery ball of Flames, Flames. which doesn't even make sense if you think about it. Right. (laughs) And then it's some kind of a nuclear explosion going off all of the time, which Mm. eh, doesn't even make sense Mm, either. It doesn't Mm. right. Mm. Then uh, I think the closest thing was the fellows that are doing the plasma, plasma research, the centers of plasma, expression of plasma. Which is a high, free, high, 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 not frequency, high power electrical something, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't I remember that. On. We saw something like that. We saw it in, in, in a, a documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, it was so fascinating. I wonder what happened to that. Oh, I should look, look it up it again. Up. We should look into yeah. it again. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Do you feel complete, darling? Yeah, there's so much with the sun. I think, I think we've done a good start at the sun gazing, our experiences with it. Yeah. And, and on our uh, second half, we can. Second half, we can maybe get into more specific details. I that suppose, would be good. Yeah. Of the process, mm-hmm. process you used and, uh, yeah, let's go in there. All right. Okay. I'll okay. get.